You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. My name is Brian Young. We are here with our special co-host, guest, I suppose, and founder of Well Run Media, DC Lucchese. <laughs> and we are here with Ken Bernardo, Bernardo, I believe, from the Charlotte Bourbon Society. Now, I love bourbon, and I love to talk about bourbon, but I love to drink bourbon. And I think Ken loves all of that as well. But the Charlotte Bourbon Society is a really, really cool organization that he created. And I want to tell you a little bit more about it so we can dive into this. When your love of bourbon goes beyond just needing a good stiff drink to wanting a smooth taste and a history lesson, the Charlotte Bourbon Society is the place to go. Ken, a banker by trade, and his wife, Tracy, love a good bourbon. But they go beyond just taste testing bottled drinks uh, into a full-fledged discovery of the flavors and where to find them. The Charlotte Bourbon Society started four years ago as a way to raise money for a cause near and dear to Ken and his family's heart and has grown to be over 2,300 members. I'm so excited to learn more about this. I will tell you guys that Ken invited us over for an amazing taste test, and we had to bump it back into a couple of weeks, but it's going to happen, and uh, and we can't wait to, to learn more. So thank you, and welcome, Ken, to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank you for having me on. So let's and actually, in. we are yeah. we are just about at three thousand members. Oh, for Pete's sake, oh, man! man. Just oh, a, you know <laughs> and then by the time this but, airs, yeah. it'll be like nine thousand yeah, people. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, right. you're welcome. It'll be nine thousand <laughs> after this airs. You know what I mean? Oh, it'll be yeah. ten thousand after that. <laughs> I love it. So tell us. Um, let's jump into this. And you know, you're a banker by trade. Tell us a little bit about where your love for for bourbon. Uh, you know, came from and, and would love to kind of hear your journey and, and how that got started. Yeah, great. Yeah. So um, originally I was, I was a wine guy. My wife and I really enjoyed different wines from different regions. And uh, I was a member of the crew wine club in Charlotte for about 10 years. And a friend of mine introduced me uh, to some bourbons. He had a pretty nice collection. And I started tasting on those and I was like, wow, you know, I never really thought about, you know, all the different uh, expressions of bourbon, you know, you have bourbon, which is 51% corn, uh, the main, the main mash bill. And then, uh, you've got the rise at 51%. You've got blended whiskeys, uh, flavored whiskeys. And so I just kind of started going down this path and next thing you know, I'm, I'm buying more bourbon than I am wine. And so I kind of gave up, I kind of kicked the, uh, the wine habit and, uh, started going down the bourbon path. And then, um, in 2017, uh, my dad passed away from cardiovascular disease and I was the uh, greater Charlotte uh, American heart association, heart walk chair. And so that became my reality. And I was behind in fundraising. Obviously I was in the ditch after losing my dad. And so I called upon one of my really good friends from my UNC Charlotte days, John little, the founder of smooth ambler spirits in Max Welton, West Virginia, one of the top craft distilleries in the country. And I called John and I said, Hey, John, uh, and he saw my, actually, he saw my Facebook post about my dad. And I was actually at his distillery a week before my dad passed. And that was the first time we had reconnected in almost 27 years. Oh, wow, man. And uh, like we, we picked up like, like it was just, you know, yesterday, like no, no time had gone by. And so uh, <laughs> I called on John. I said, Hey, John, I said, you saw my post. Thanks for reaching out. I said, I'm way behind in raising money for the Heart Association. And I said, I'm thinking about doing a, a bourbon dinner at my club, would you come down and help? He's like, 
Absolutely. Let's do it. And so we had probably maybe 50, 50 ish people uh, the first year and uh, put together very quickly. And we raised $18,000 after expense. So it was an incredible nice. first year run. Yeah, man. And so uh, that's the kind of led me into uh, my, my love for bourbon was kind of the wine and the bourbon and then my dinner. And then it kind of just took off from there. That's pretty amazing. So yeah. I'll tell you a quick, um, quick story for me. My twin brother uh, went to University of Kentucky, lives in Lexington. My father was born in Kentucky. Majority of my family's from Kentucky. So our love for bourbon has started at a very young age, right? I think it was started uh, as young as one when we wouldn't shut up and they just put it on your gums. You know, I don't know if that's <laughs> illegal or not, but... <laughs> It is what it is, right? Thank God for um, editing. We'll yeah. take care of that. There'll be some DSS hey. calls to Brian's family. So. so tell us, you know, you're not from Kentucky. Kentucky is kind of the bourbon capital. They have amazing tours out there like the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. You know, tell us about, you know, really where you fell in love with, with not Kentucky, where you fell in love with bourbon, but where, where you really jumped into the education side of it, right? Because I'll be honest, even though my family's from Kentucky and I've been on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, I wouldn't really be able to tell you a lot about yeah. the history of it, you know? And I feel like you've really dove into not only appreciating the taste, but really respecting and trying to understand the journey of this beverage. Yeah. So, you know, prior, uh, prior to my dad passing, I actually uh, had another friend of mine who told me about Moonshine University, which is a school down in Louisville. And, uh, I invite you guys to go check it out online, but Moonshine <laughs> University, home of the Stave and Thief Society. I went to an all day, the all day uh, tasting uh, class, uh, their, their, their executive bourbon steward class, certification class. And I got my bourbon certification uh, as an executive bourbon steward. Uh, so it's like a, uh, a mini grant, it's like a mini um, wine sommelier, right? For bourbon, uh, all day class. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really started getting into just the different nuances that you taste uh, when you're when you're sipping on bourbon, the different the different noses you get and the finish. It just kind of all brought it together for me by going to that class. Uh, and then that kind of led me to um, exploring just different avenues and connecting with different people online through Facebook and Instagram and just different web pages, and it really started to uh, research different societies that were out there as well. Um, you know, go back to my dinner. Mm -hmm. The second year, uh, we actually had a hard time with getting people registered because it was rubbing up against Thanksgiving. So I, I went online looking for uh, a bourbon club in Charlotte. Surely there's got to be a club that'll support my dinner, and there wasn't one. And so I was like, "Huh, okay." I just went on Facebook and I just created Charlotte Bourbon Society to see if we can get people to come in to the, the Facebook page. The next thing you know, they're just diving in and it was kind of off to the races. And that's kind of how the Charlotte Bourbon Society was born. Now, what I'm, I'm fascinated with the Moonshine University piece, because the, like anything else, whether it's coffee or wine or bourbon or ice cream or whatever, the more you know about it, the more you can recognize some of those nuances. And I'm sure that, people new to the society or just interested in uh, brown liquors at all, I'm sure they come to you and ask perhaps, it's like, well, if I like, like, in, like Yash here, our, our, our engineer, he likes White Claw. So you know, would, you, would you have a recommendation of a bourbon that, that a guy like that might be able to get into and introduce himself to, to bourbon? 
Josh, well, I love White Claw too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh. There's solid. no law when you're on the claw. Not, uh, not a sponsor. Um, uh, just fun to say. <laughs> you made me cry. But no, that's, in, that's in all good. honesty, though, because there are so many nuances and things like that, a really legit question, though. It's like, you know, I'm sure there are, there, literally, there are different tastes for everybody. And if someone yeah. likes a certain thing, whether they're coming out of wine or coming out of beer or coming out of another liquor or coming out of another particular bourbon, you can say, hey, right. you know, here's something you might want to try as well. Yeah. I mean, I have converted many uh, um, vodka drinkers, oh, <laughs> vodka drinkers, and even white claw drinkers uh, over to bourbon. You know, the first oh, when I hear somebody say, "Oh, I can't drink that stuff," I'm like, "Well, why can't you drink that stuff? What what is it about it you you don't like?" And oh, it's just it's just so like hot and and just burns. I'm like, "Well, has has, any, has anybody ever taken you through how to properly taste bourbon or whiskey?" And like, no, they haven't. Okay, well, let's let's start there. And usually what I'll do, I'll invite somebody over like you all. And uh, I would literally have about four or five small Glen Cairn glasses, uh, which we use for properly tasting bourbon. Explain that uh, real quick. For and, those who don't know, explain what that is. So so, so a Glen Cairn glass, actually, I'll grab a This is good. They're going to be able to see the video now. No, no, no. So, so, so maybe you could, because some people may not know what that is. But so, so a Glen Cairn glass is kind of fluted, Mm -hmm. Um, and so what that what that helps you kind of really kind of it 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 focuses on when you're nosing it the aromas that you get right. So it's all right there on your on your nose, Mm -hmm. Um, and it just it just helps you with the flavor and flavor profile and just the the senses of that bourbon in your glass. Mm I would tell somebody if you want to try mm-hmm. bourbon, and and you might think I'm crazy, but a bourbon that's delicious. That my wife does not like bourbon at all, but she loves screwball bourbon for some reason because it has peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter. Ooh, I know. Oh man, it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Now look, we're, I'm not gonna jump into this because this is probably like a no no. It's probably like we don't we don't do peanut butter bourbon. But um, I want to tell you, so Ken, I want to jump into, so you started the group. I think that's amazing. And I think it's so cool that you can create something Mm -hmm. that now has gotten a ton of traction. I learned about the group from Spencer Luters and also my good friend, Blake Self, who are both bourbon drinkers. I know Blake loves bourbon. He doesn't drink anything else but bourbon. Uh, He's always talking about it. I know he comments on everything. So that'll be, that's a shout out for Blake. It's actually his birthday. So congratulations on your birthday. But tell us, like, when you started this, did you ever think it would jo- it would grow to where it is? Because there's a lot of Facebook groups out there. Yours is one of the few that has literally activity every single day from their members. Yeah. It's not you having to produce the content. All you did was create an avenue or create a landing page, basically, for people that love bourbon to share not only their interest, but now in this world of supply chain, you can find out where it is. I mean, That's right. it's like... Uh, Park Road, ABC, there's three <laughs> bottles left. And I'll bet you those three bottles are gone in 30 minutes just because of your yeah, Facebook page. So. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, so the, the the page was, it was, um, again, it was kind of weird how it started. And then as I started to watch this thing grow, I'm like, wow, I really need to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we engage and how do we create some rules and how do we create, you know, loyal fans? Um, you know, let, let Charlotte bourbon society be the place for folks to, to find all things, you know, find out about all things bourbon. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the first thing that, that I decided was I wanted to make it, you know, exclusive to Charlotte. So 
Um, we've got you know close to three thousand members, and I follow the the analytics on on Facebook, and so we've proud of three thousand members. We have about twenty seven hundred who are active, and and I think um, the reason for that is we were very intentional around the rules. So how I put myself to bed at night is either decline, accept, decline, accept. Uh, you know who who gets who gets into the Charlotte Bourbon Society, and if they don't answer the questions, they don't agree to the rules, they don't right. live in Charlotte. Mm-hmm the Charlotte MSA, the 11 right. County MSA, mm-hmm. they won't get in unless they're, you know, we'll make exceptions. You know, we've got um, brothers and sisters who enjoy sipping on bourbon and Hey, my, mm-hmm. my brother lives in Raleigh. I'll vouch for him. You know, he loves bourbon. He comes here and travels on business and that would be an exception. Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys want to yeah. enjoy, enjoy conversation and whatnot. Um, so we were intentional about how we kind of created the rules and, made sure everybody followed the rules. Um, there's a lot of groups out there and this is just, this is not a knock, uh, but a lot of those, there's a lot of groups out there that actually get in trouble for selling online. We are a controlled state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a rule, I'm a rule follower. Uh, and you know, we don't allow people to trade, sell, flip online, you know, what they do outside the group that's on them, sure. but we don't allow it within our group. Mm-hmm. And I really think that afforded us the opportunity, which we're very grateful for, um, to partner up with Mecklenburg ABC. Um, you know, Mech, Mech ABC is one of the largest boards in the state, uh, along with Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And uh, today we are the lar- largest board um, by alcohol sales. Um, but but that be, following the rules and, and doing what we're supposed to do, not even Facebook prohibits the sale of alcohol, right? And there's a lot of groups that get shut down. There's been some groups recently that were shut down that had eight, 10,000 members and they were shut down and they're, and they're, they've tried to rebuild and they can't rebuild because uh, they're, they're following their, their fans, their members, you know, kind of lost trust in them. And uh, so we just decided that, Hey, we're going to play by the rules. Um, we're going to engage with, with Mech ABC. You know, you talk about supply chain. This is, mm-hmm. this is bourbon allocation season, right? So this is the time of the year where everybody's looking for, the Blantons, the BTAC, the Pappies, and usually those are put in lotteries. So yeah. um, we, I, we, we, I went to Mech and I said, look, I, I could potentially be, you know, an answer to your short and long-term solution around allocations. And then well, how so is that? How are you going to help us with that? I said, well, would you consider letting us do barrel picks for the county under the Charlotte Bourbon Society uh, brand? And um, we did a few picks and they went very well. And uh, next thing you know, we're starting to do more picks and they, they went very well. And they were flying off the shelves because we, we, we basically, what I did was I put together uh, a barrel pick, barrel pick panel comprised of Charlotte's leading bartenders. So your best bartenders and chefs who cater to whiskey mm-hmm. are part of a panel. And when the distilleries send us samples, we sit around a table, we'll nose on it. What do we get from an aroma standpoint? We'll sip on it. What do we get from just different flavor profiles? And then how does it finish? Where does it finish? Does it finish in the roof of your mouth, on your, all of your, of your tongue, your cheeks? What, what is it, what's so unique about that particular sample versus the other two, three, or four? And what I love about our bartenders in Charlotte is they always put the consumer first. And they, they literally... They will think about, man, this would this bourbon would be great in a Manhattan or a or a uh, old fashioned or a craft cocktail or just plain old neat or maybe even on a big rock, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so we we go through that process and we choose the best 
the best barrel we feel to bring in for the county and the consumer. Uh, and then our, our bartenders have access to those, those bottles as well. Um, and so when it hits the shelves, if, if uh, you weren't lucky enough to get one, uh, we invite you to go visit one of the local establishments who has it on their shelf and go give it a try. So it's worked out just exceedingly well, uh, the partnership with MEC. And then, you know, is it also important for us to, to have an outlet for those who um, potentially could have an addiction? Uh, and so if you were on our face or on, I'm sorry, on our website, cltbourbonsociety.com, mm -hmm. Um, you'll see under our partners, we also partnered up with Mecklenburg County ABC's Mech Hope, which is a, a hotline for those who may may uh, need assistance for substance abuse. I did like I did notice of that, and I I do appreciate that touch. I do appreciate that touch, and I and I also appreciate that it's not just about learning and growing and appreciating the uh, the bourbon, but it's also about that community give back piece. Yeah. I'm totally down with that, man. Tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit more about how someone could get involved and hopefully make the cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what the bourbon society has planned coming up for 2022. Yeah. So um, obviously you can, you can get involved. You can hop on our, our Facebook page. Um, like I said, if you live mm -hmm. in, you live in the Charlotte uh, Mecklenburg MSA, Levin County MSA, you answer the questions, uh, you're going to get in, right? So the ones who don't answer the questions or don't agree to the rules that don't get in. Gotcha. Um, you can you can visit our our website, mm -hmm. cltburbicity.com website. There is a join tab there. Mm -hmm. um, we have three levels of membership. We always have the free membership, and then we have our what we call our single barrel select, which is our most popular. It's $150 annually. And then we have um, what we call the private reserve, and there are only 25 spots. And you might go, wow, it's $1,000. Wow, right? $1,000. <laughs> uh, listen, I was part of a wine group, like I said, for 10 years. And uh, I think about what I spent, um, you know, when it was my time to, to, to host the tasting. Um, and then I also thought about well, what did I really get for my money? And so I wanted to create something that was special um, for people to enjoy, um, for us to host events uh, that they can come to uh, and just really learn everything they can about the, the spirit we love. And, and not only that, but involve our spirits partners. Um, we've got mm -hmm. several partnerships um, with the different brands, uh, RNDC, Diageo, Infinium, um, several others that, that we partner up with uh, to help us with hosting tastings. Mm -hmm or activations. That's an opportunity yeah. for them to promote their brand. Uh, and it's also a great opportunity for us to do meetups or pop-ups with our members and for our, our members to kind of put faces to names. You see, you see them on Facebook making comments all the yeah. time. You see their profiles, but it's really cool to see people come together and high five, like, Oh, I've been wanting to meet you in person. You know, so great to meet you. And uh, it's that we get, my wife and I get a lot of joy out of that. Uh, and she is the co-founder. So my wife, Tracy, so we, we both get a lot oh, of nice. joy out of, of, yeah. of doing this. Uh, and it's all for a good cause too. You know, I, I mentioned yeah. uh, my, my bourbon dinner. We just had it uh, this past Friday. I, I'm just coming down off cloud nine. It was our, our fourth year. We had to take a buy last year, obviously with COVID yeah. when that hit, that was a real bummer. Uh, but we packed the house. We had a hundred and 152 uh, attendees. Uh, and uh, it was the, 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 the funds that we raised uh, benefited both the American Heart Association and Heartbright Foundation. 
and we mm -hmm. also um, presented a check to Johnson and Wales for $2,500 for the Epicurean Society. That's another one of our, our um, organizations that we, that we uh, not only promote, but, but sponsor. Um, and the Epicurean Society is, is basically, uh, uh, it raises funds for scholarships for those who are looking to get into culinary arts or yeah. hospitality. And so we had eight, eight uh, students from Johnson and Wales come help our chef uh, in the back with plating and whatnot. And uh, end of the night standing ovation, we ended up, uh, we ended up raising about $84,000 gross. I think we'll probably net out around 60,000. That'll be split between Heartbright and American Heart Association. And we, uh, everybody had such a great time. We, uh, we flew in Susan Riegler, um, who's actually, I, I would, Say, hey, if you're going on the trail, mm -hmm. you need to get Susan's book. It's, it's called <laughs> yeah. Kentucky Bourbon yeah. Country, The Essential Travel Guide. And Susan uh, came in and helped us uh, with tasting. And we had uh, some pre-events with uh, kind of speakeasy experiences. John Little was in from Smooth Ambler Spirits. And um, we had uh, um, Pete, Pete and Vienna Barger from, from Southern Distilling Company in Statesville. And I'm telling you, if you want to go experience just an incredible facility, Pete and Vienna have got, have really got it going on up there in at Southern distilling. Uh, they're, they're going to, they just installed, yeah. installed their second column still, and they're going to be cranking out probably close to 26, 28,000 barrels a year. Wow. And not I, many I, people know about Southern distilling. I, I feel like I'm listening to a post race NASCAR interview. You have dropped more names, more brands and more partners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm waiting for you to go. Hey, like, I don't hey. know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Listen, I, I, will, I will give you guys material because listen, we we can't do it without all of those brands that I just made. I, right? Absolutely, I I'm not. We, I am gigging yeah. on you, but I know you. I know you're doing it for the right reason, brother. I know you're doing hey, it. Hey, right and, and, and and get this. I'm gonna give, give another plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. You know, we when we get uh, talked about the uh, the private barrel picks. So when yeah, we man. get mm -hmm. when we uh, when we select a, a barrel for the county, mm -hmm. when it's shipped in they also um, ship in the empty vessel, the barrel, right? Right. And, and they, we usually, I, I take that barrel uh, and we donate them to the breweries for the breweries to use to make bourbon barrel stouts. Oh, very cool. Right? Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if we don't give it to the, to the brewery, mm -hmm. we use our lo local coffee roaster, Oak and Bond. <laughs> and, and Oak and Bond, these folks are great. Um, we actually, we actually oh, have a private no. label. We have a private label, uh, that they put on there and they use those barrels to roast the, once it dries out yeah. or semi dries out, they use that to roast the, or hold the beans in to bring in the aromas and the flavors into those coffee. That beans. sounds awesome, man. Yeah. I it's love pretty it. Cool. So I love it. Repurpose, repurposing, baby. I love it, man. I love it. Ken Bernardo, Charlotte Bourbon Society. Yes. Totally lit, man. So I want to jump in here. Before we let you go, I mean, I think the question needs to be, like, what is your favorite bourbon? Like, what, is, I mean, after tasting so many different bourbons, you can go on their website. <laughs> there is a ton of information. Yeah. I, I would challenge you right now to click the resources tab on their no, website. No, don't do that. And you will. It's a wormhole. No, yeah. <laughs> You'll do be it. there all day. Do it. <laughs> but tell us, like, what is your favorite bourbon? I know that's probably a very difficult question because it depends on, I don't know what type yeah. of mood you are, where you are, whatever. But tell us that. Like what what gets you going when you when you have 
this taste because you have everything. <laughs> We're about to go to your house, and I can't even imagine what it's going to look like. Oh, man. You're going to have to kick I, me out. That's what's oh, going to happen. I'm bringing a pillow. We're staying. I, I, I get, I'm bringing a sleeping yeah, bag. We're staying I, overnight. Yeah. I get that question asked all the time. Oh, yeah. And I mentioned um, we were kind of just um, joking around at the beginning of the, mm-hmm. of the, the podcast. I've talked about Old Forester. That's kind of where I started. Um, I just love the different flavor mm-hmm. profile yeah. of different the different expressions of Old Forester. So, you know, I tend to like a little bit on the, the sweeter side. So if I get kind of like that honey, chocolate, mm-hmm. you know, caramel, vanilla, which are the dominant, you know, flavors that yeah. you get in bourbon, I, I get a lot of that in Old Forester. Um, but I also like weeded bourbons too. So, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the, the Weller antique 107, if you mm-hmm. can find it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that bottle used to be $39 and now it's selling you know, anywhere yeah. from 159 to $300 a bottle. Yeah. Um, but love, love the Weller product as well. And then my, my good friend, John Little, uh, with smooth ambler. I mean, he's got some incredible rise that I like, um, that I think drink a little bit more like bourbons, but I also like, and it's very, you know, it's not rare, but, the, but there are folks that yeah. it's like a line down the middle. They either like bourbon or they like rye. And the ones that like rye tend to like things that are more spicy, like peppery, um, you know, got that kind of like yeah. star anise flavor mm-hmm. and just different, different, whole different mm-hmm. flavor profile uh, over bourbon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would say, you know, the old Forester, the Wellers, some of the old Scout by Smooth Ambler Spirits, uh, I, I probably would start there, but I could keep going on about other, other, you know, different brands that I enjoy as well. So, I mean, if you guys yeah. are looking for a great, I even like rum. You like rum? No. Too sweet. No too sweet. Too sweet. Get out of here with that. You just, have, you just haven't had the right rum. But, uh, but no, oh, it's, man. listen, it's, it's, it's so, so much fun. It's just experiencing just the yeah. different flavor profiles and what's out there for uh, good stuff, to be offered man. to the consumer. Good stuff. I love it, man. Ken, this has been awesome. Um, you can tell not only how passionate you are about bourbon in general, but I think you've utilized the passion that you've fallen in love with and now figured out how you can not only help our city, our community, but you're you're bringing people together. You are the true connector and taking something that a lot of people like, but maybe a lot of people don't know a lot of information about. Not only can we get educated by being able to join your group, if you're accepted, by the way, if you're accepted, exactly. but you get <laughs> to raise money for a good cause. You get to have a lot of fun. You get to meet people that are like-minded from that standpoint. And I've been a member of the, of the group for a while, had a friend, uh, Blake Suff, who actually invited me to join. I'm kind of like, what is this? And I've learned more just from that Facebook group. And I'm not an avid bourbon drinker. I, I have some bottles. I actually got an Eagle, Eagle Rare right now, which I'm going to have some tonight after this. But it does give you a lot of knowledge. And, and you, you learn a ton just from that Facebook site. And there's not many Facebook pages out there that you can say that. Well, except um, for yeah. the Brand Builders Podcast yeah, well, besides Facebook that, page. Besides okay. that. Yeah, that's the, that's the <laughs> one that I would tell you is, is way better. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, we're, we're super excited. DC, myself, Scott Dunstan, Spencer Luters, Melissa, everybody are, are graciously going to accept your invite to come over to your house uh, in a couple of weeks. I cannot wait to, to actually taste this and learn you know, from you really, I, I'll be honest. I want to learn how I'm supposed to taste bourbon. 
Because I've, I've clearly been doing it all wrong. <laughs> clearly. Right? I, you, I like think, I think yeah. you guys are going to, you guys are definitely going to have a good time on, a, oh, on all the man. punches. We'll have I the big it. charcuterie, big charcuterie board waiting for you guys. Oh, man. Yeah, salty oh, man. meats. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> Annie's feeding Honey, I'm not coming home. That's right. And, uh, and Kim, before we let you go, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? Is it to find you on the Facebook page? Tell us how, how our, our listeners can get in touch with you. Yeah, just uh, either go through the Facebook page, DM me. Uh, I've got no problem. Want to reach out to me uh, by my mobile, 704-900-9468. Phone is always on and available. And I look forward to to talking to whoever wants to learn more about uh, Charlotte Bourbon Society. Appreciate you guys uh, having me on. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you. uh, Appreciate you coming. Uh, Like we always say, if you are listening, please like, share, comment, go check out Ken, check out the Charlotte Bourbon Society. If you get accepted... That it's going to be awesome. If you don't get accepted, then I don't know. Sucks shame on you. you. <laughs> <laughs> then you did something wrong. Sorry. <laughs> or you're not from here. Um, but again, thank you. Uh, thank you, Ken, so oh, much. Man. And until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.